You are tuning in to another episode of And She Shall Be Called Woman with your host for the hour, Reverend Kathy LaFleur. And I just want to thank all of my returning followers and welcome all of our new listeners to the show. You can catch us every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. on Anchor FM. And be sure to go over to our Facebook page, And She Shall Be Called Woman. Follow us there. Like the page and and just tune in for upcoming episodes and events. Amen. We're going to go ahead and get right into our lesson this morning coming out of the book of Exodus chapter 4. I'm going to be reading to you in the ESV version so it may read different from what you have. So let's go ahead and go before the Lord. Amen. And prayer, and then we'll get right down into our scripture. God, we thank you for this hour. We thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing in this season. God, I thank you for every woman that is tuning in, that is listening. Father God, uh, I pray, Lord God, that you will open up their hearts, their minds, their understanding to what it is that you are saying to us, not just collectively as a unit, Lord God, but individually. God, I thank you, Lord. I ask that you would pour into them, God, that you would ignite them, God, that you would inspire them and encourage them, Lord God, to press on, to continue on this journey that you have set before us, oh God, that you have called us out to, God. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus for what will happen on this broadcast. I thank you for the hearts and the minds that will be changed, that will be uplifted, God. I thank you for every woman, Lord God, that have sold into the ministry, Lord God. Thank you for our sponsorships and for those Lord God that have just sold into me Father God in the name of Jesus I ask that you would pour out to them and bless them in a mighty way cover and keep them oh God during this time and this season God I thank you for what you're about to do in their life for the things that are about to break out Lord God from them and within them I thank you for what you have set before them Lord God the things that you have set aside for them to do now God I ask that you would decrease me oh God and that you would increase your Holy Spirit in me so that they would only hear me for a moment, God, but then they will hear your voice and your word declares that your sheep hear you, they know your voice and another they will not follow. I give you glory, I give you honor, and I give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. So let us go to our scriptures. Uh, Exodus chapter four, beginning at the first verse, and it reads, then Moses answered, but behold, they will not believe me or listen to my voice for they will say the Lord did not appear to you the Lord said to him what is that in your hand and he said a staff and he said throw it on the ground so he threw it on the ground and it became a serpent and Moses ran from it but the Lord said to Moses put out your hand and catch it by the tail so he put out his hand and he caught it and it became a staff in his hand that they may believe that the Lord the God of their fathers the God of Abraham the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob has appeared to you again the Lord said to him put your hand inside your cloak and 
and he put his hand inside his cloak. And when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous like snow. Then God said, put your hand back inside your cloak. So he put his hand back inside his cloak. And when he took it out, behold, it was restored like the rest of his flesh. If they will not believe you, God said, or listen to the first sign, they may believe the latter sign. If they will not believe even these two signs or listen to your voice, you shall take some water from the Nile and pour it out on dry ground. And the water that you shall take from the Nile will become blood on the dry ground. But Moses said to the Lord, Oh, my Lord, I am not eloquent either in this past or since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and of tongue. Then the Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth? Who makes him mute or deaf or seen or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now, therefore, go and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall speak. But he said, Oh, my Lord, please send someone else. Then the anger of the Lord kindled against Moses and he said, Is there not Aaron, your brother, the Levite? I know that he can speak well. Behold, he is coming out to meet you. And when he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. You shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth. And I will be with your mouth and with his mouth and will teach you both what to say. He shall speak for you to the people and he shall be your mouth and you shall be as God to him. And take in your hand this staff, which you shall do these signs. Amen. And so we're just going to talk briefly for a moment. God wants to use what's in you. God wants to use what's in you. So here we find Moses. And at this particular time, Moses is answering God. He's given God an answer because God speaks to him through a burning bush in the earlier chapters. And, and he tells him that he have heard the cries of his people. And because he have heard the cries of his people and he have seen for himself the suffering that they were going through, that God was going to come down and to command Pharaoh to let his people go. But he would send Moses, my God, in his place to do so. Now, Moses, Moses is dealing at this time with his inadequacies. Moses is dealing at this time with his limitation. Moses is dealing with at this time his insignificance, his inabilities. He's dealing with himself while God is speaking to him about the plans of God to get the children of Israel out of Egypt, my God, into the wilderness where they can go and worship God. And so what happens is Moses begins to answer God and, and he begins to say to God, the first thing is, they're not going to believe me. And, and, and what if they don't listen to me? And so what the Lord begins to do is he begins to train Moses right where he is. Mm. He begins to show Moses the signs that Moses is to show the people of Israel and 
Pharaoh. He begins to demonstrate to Moses right where he is the things that Moses is to demonstrate to the people of Israel and, my God, to Pharaoh. He begins to tell and teach Moses in the place right where he is. Now, mind you, Moses, he's a shepherd for his wife's father-in-law and and he's back in the field and and he's herding the sheep for his father-in-law and and at this time Moses has already escaped from Egypt because Moses was living there from the time that he was a little boy found in the Nile River, right? And so Moses is still living in Egypt when he kills a man, my God, that he saw beating one of his own. And then they called him out for what they saw him do. And Moses has to flee and he flees and and he goes into where God meets him at now. He's shepherding his father-in-law's sheep. And, And so he has already a shepherd's staff in his hand and and this is why God says I'm gonna use what's in you and and I know that it sounds funny to say what's in you instead of what's with you or or what's in your hand but I need you to understand that the staff oh my god there was no power in the staff there was power in the God that spoke to Moses with the staff And so what God had to show Moses was that there was something hidden inside of Moses. And and Moses felt inadequate to perform what God needed him to do in order to get the children out of bondage and out of slavery. But what Moses didn't understand, that there was something deeper in Moses. And Moses didn't understand, my God, he didn't understand what it was in him that he already had. And so he was trying to look for something tangible, something relatable, something understandable that he can tell the people this is the reason why I'm coming to do this. And so God begins to show him signs that he he is to show them. And so when I look back at Moses, when I begin to research his story, um, the first thing that I found out about Moses was his name meant something. His name, his name, his name meant, uh, it it was a Hebrew verb and it meant to pull out or to draw out. It, it, It meant to pull out or to draw out. He was named Moses because he was pulled out of the Nile River by Pharaoh's daughter. At that time, it was a different Pharaoh. Keep in mind, it was a different Pharaoh. And so she drew him out of the Nile River and so she named him, ah, after his nature. She named him drawn out. She named him pull out. She named him, if you look at the other uh, explanation of his name, the other interpretation of his name, it means deliver. So she names him what ends up being his nature. And Moses didn't understand his nature. He didn't understand his name. And so what he did was he questioned his ability. He, he questioned his, his capabilities. He, he questioned his speak. And, and so what he said was, he said, the first thing he said was, why me? Like, why, why, why are you calling me? Have you ever got to the place ladies where you, you know that God has sent you on this certain assignment and, and the assignment seems so much bigger than, than your capabilities is so much bigger than your finances is so much bigger than what 
you what you thought of is so much bigger than the notebooks and the planners that you have wrote everything in and so the first thing you begin to question God is like why me when when you deal with the things that you have to deal with you you begin to question there's no doubt in my mind that when God told him that he would have to go back to Egypt in order to tell Pharaoh to let his people go that he was saying why do I gotta go back to a place that I had to run from why do I need to go back to a place from that I had to escape from the place that 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 meant me evil a place that meant me harm why do I have to go back and then help the people there I he was helping the people before he escaped but the way he was doing it was his way ah thank you Holy Spirit he was doing it his way see when he saw injustice oh my god when he saw injustice with the Egyptians and his people and the and the Israelites and the Hebrew the Hebrew he saw this man being beaten and he felt compassion and he stepped in and he killed the Egyptian See, Moses took things in his own hands and he did it the way he wanted to do. What God was showing him was, I'm going to take you back because I see that you have the same compassion. I see that you have the same hurt that they have. I see that you have the same ability to look on them and to feel what they're feeling. I see that you can look on them and see the sufferings that they were going through, that you saw the injustice that you saw and you had compassion on my people. So I'm going to send back the same one that can that had the same compassion that I have unto the people to get them out of a situation that they're in right now. God said, but I want to use you. Ah, thank you, God. I want to use you the way I want to use you. See, when you first came out of Egypt, you came out because you had to run out. You had to escape. Why? Because you did it the wrong way. You had the right reasons, but you had the wrong way. God said, I still want to use what's in you. See, it was already in you to see the injustice. It was in you to see the wrongful doings on those people. It was in you to see what they were going through, but the problem was you did it your way. Now I want to show you how to do it this way. See, there's a way with God. There's a pattern with God. There's an order with God that we have to follow. And even though God gives us these assignments and even though God gives us these, these uh, seats and these orders and these things that we have to do, God said that there's a way to do it. See, sometimes we end up messing up the first time because we try to do it our way. And our way is so much flesh in our way. It's, it's so wrong the way we do it because people get hurt and there are casualties to doing things our way. And, and somebody has to, to suffer even more. The, the man had to die and not only did he die, Moses hid his body. Oh my God, Moses hid his body after he killed him. He didn't even understand that there were people that he was helping that saw him, that called him out for the things that he did. Why? Because he did it his way. He did it the wrong way. And God said, well, let me train you. He's on oh, my shoulder. I'm so glad that God did not disqualify him for messing up. Ladies, listen, God does not disqualify us for making mistakes. Ah, my God. He didn't disqualify him. He didn't say, I'm not going to use you because you messed around and, and you killed the man. I'm not saying this for y'all to go out there and kill nobody. I'm, I'm telling you about Moses' story. God said, I didn't disqualify you, but what I saw was that you had compassion. I saw that you had boldness. I saw that you had hands that would, that would fight for what was right. I saw what was in you. God said, I want to use what's in you, but I got to show you how to do it my way. You, you can't do this your way because if you do it your way, things will get messed up things would die I need something to live I need the children of Israel to live I need them to come out and worship me and so we find Moses here in the uh, in the book and we find him as asking God these questions why would they listen to me Lord 
They're not going to believe. And how can I get them to believe me? Listen, when I begin to read Exodus over, starting at chapter number one, going through to chapter number four, what I found was uh, just incredibly enlightened. Enlightening was that Moses was not only assigned to Pharaoh, Moses was assigned to the leadership in Egypt under the Israelites. Did you catch that? Moses not only had to go to Pharaoh to tell Pharaoh to let his people go, Moses had to go before he went to Pharaoh to the Israelites to let them know that God was sending him back. Why was that even important? And God began to show me, he said, the reason why it was important was because the people, ah, thank you, God, that saw his mistake, the people that witnessed his murder, the people that heard the, the story about how he killed this man and healed, hid his body, the same people that he messed up in front of, now he would have to go to them and try to convince them that God was using him to bring them out. How, Lord? How do you want me? I understand Moses questioning now. How is it that you want me to go back to the place where they saw me mess up at God? How can I go back to the place where they saw me fall? How can I go back to the place where they saw me error and tell them that now I'm a leader? To tell them that now I'm someone that you want to use? How can I go back to the people that know what I did in my past? How can I go back to the people that knows that I that I messed up and did something horribly wrong? How can I go back to the people that know that I ran and went and hit? Not only did I hide the body, but I went and hit myself, oh God. How can I go back? And God said, because I'm going to use what's in you. Ah, my God. He said, I'm going to use what's in you. It's already in you to help them out. How do I know that it was in Moses to help these people out? God began to open my eyes to the scriptures all the more. He said, because if you look back when he was drawn out of the Nile himself, ah, thank you, God. He said, I drew him out so that he can draw others out. See, I'm not telling you to do anything that you haven't experienced. Ah, Shotaro. See, you don't understand that you've experienced it because it probably happened so long ago that you didn't even remember that it was already in you. Moses was drawn out to be to, to draw others out. See, it's already in us to do these things that God has set in order for us. The assignments are already in us. My God. And so he says, I'm going to use you. <coughs> Excuse me. In the same place. Sometimes we want God to send us somewhere different. Send me over here, Lord. And we use those scriptures because a prophet is without honor and even in his own country. But God said, I want to use what's in you because I see what's in you. I see a piece of me in you. The, the compassion that you have, I have. The fact that you can see suffering, I see them. The fact that you can hear the cries of them, I heard them. 
God said, you're so much like me. Ah, ladies, listen, you're so much like your father. Ah, your daddy's girls, you're so much like them that he is saying to you on this day, I want to use what you already got. I know that you think you need to do something extra. I know that you think you need to have something more. I know that you think that you need more time. I know that you think you need more study. I know that you think you need a title. I know that you think you need permission. I know that you think you need somebody to instruct you, but I want to train you Ah, right where you are. I want to show you how to use what you have. And so what God begins to do is he begins to tell him, okay, how about this? Use something, use something that you already got in your hand. See, Moses was able to use the staff. Why? Because he was already the shepherd in the field. Ah, my God, overseeing the flock of his father-in-law. So he knew how to be a shepherd. Ah, so he knew how to be a shepherd and, and he used, the staff was used not only, my God, not only to, to, uh, show the authority ah glory to your name the staff was also used to protect it was used to protect Jesus the staff is used to protect us right the staff is used ah thank you Holy Ghost let me just look at my notes real quick the staff is used and it's used as a sign of authority it's it's a sign of the office. Ah, see, Moses was being ordained by God in a wilderness place. Uh, he's given him power. Ah, he's given him authority. He's he's giving him commission, not permission, commission. He's he's co he, I'm not sure. He's co coming into this agreement with him. A uh, a uh, a uh, uh, co mission get it a co-mission this this is not a single mission this is a co-mission which means I'm gonna be with you in this mission so I'm, I'm teaming up with you and and I'm gonna let you use what's comfortable in your hands go ahead and take the staff with you I'm gonna show you what you already had inside of you I'm gonna use what you already possessed oh my god I'm gonna use what you already had in order to bring my children out and the reason I know that you will bring my children out is because you were brought out. And so anytime that God brings you out of a situation, you get excited and you get encouraged and, and you get ignited to bring the next woman out. And this is why we have this, this thing called testimonies, because now we can tell other people how God has brought us out. Now we can tell other people the things that we went through that God brought us through. Now we can go back and testify about the goodness of the Lord. See, Moses didn't understand while he is yet an adult in the place that he's in where God is meeting him that he was the baby that was in the Nile that had to be brought out now you're the man that gets to go back and bring others out not only is it gonna be you brought out now you can bring others look at how it multiplied oh my God on behalf of the chi children of, of Israel hallelujah that he is now the deliverer and he's using my God thank you Lord God said I'm gonna use what's already in you he said, I'm, Moses has been a shepherd at this time for about 40 years, tending to the sheep of someone else. 
tending to the sheep of Jethro. It's not Moses' sheep. It's not even Moses' sheep. Moses is the shepherd, the over, the under shepherd of the flock of someone else. God, God said, see, I already know you know Asho. I already know you know how to do this because you've been doing this. I see how you covered the, the sheep with, with your staff. I see how you protect the, them from the wolves that will try to come up and eat them. I see how you would use the, the staff to, to, to cover them and to bring them back into the fold when they try to get away. See, the shepherd staff is not only used to protect, but it's also used to steer and to guide them back into the fold. God said, I see that you know how to get people to come back to me. I see that you know how to keep them in order and keep them in line, not to Lord over them, but with compassion. Oh my God. He said, I see that you have a heart like God. I want to use what you already got. I want to use ladies what you already got. The Lord is saying, he said, I want to use what you already got. And so the journey, the journey that God was showing me about Moses was, he said, the journey for him was to get him to listen to me. He said, the journey is it's, it's, it's a part of, of, of Moses listening to God. And, and, and so if Moses, Moses had to, oh, y'all got to excuse me. I'm getting excited. Moses had to be the first partaker in listening to God to go. He had to be the first partaker and he had to go even with his inabilities, even with his inadequacies, even with his shortcomings, even with his speech problem, even with his, his fear problem, even with his lack of faith problem. He still had to go and he had to be the first partaker in this commission with God. And so if you're not going to listen to God, how can people listen to you? Come on, Jesus speak. Hallelujah. How can you expect people to listen to the God that sent you when you won't listen to the God that sent you. God said, I needed Moses to listen to me first. See, I knew I was going to harden Pharaoh's heart. I knew he wasn't going to let the children go. I knew it was going to take 10 plagues. I knew he was going to chase them down even after it. He said, but I still sent him. I sent him because I needed him to listen to me. See, when you begin to position yourself to hear God, the next thing to do is to obey God. And you have to obey God even when you don't feel that you are the one called for this assignment, even when the enemy tries to talk to you and tell you about your problems and tell you about your ashotro, tell you about your past, you got to get to the point where you push past your past and you push past your problems and you push past everything that you feel that you can't do and you got to understand that it's not you doing it, that it's the God in you and God said, I want to use what's already in you ladies, I want to use what's already there. My God. And so Moses, he's going through this thing with God and he's teaching him, okay, we'll, we'll put the staff, throw it to the ground. And Moses throws it to the ground, pick it up by the tail. That's very specific instructions. He didn't say pick it up in the middle. He didn't say pick it up by the head, pick it up by the tail. He caught it. And, 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 and it became a staff again. But before he picked it up, he ran from it. See, a lot of, of y'all running from the things that God has told you to do because you are afraid of what God has told you to do. It, it turned into something bigger than you could even handle. And now you are afraid to walk into it. Now you are afraid to stand up in it. Now you are afraid to step out on it. God said, pick it up by the tail. 
take control. My God, he said, take it, grab it. I gave it to you. It's already, it's been in your hand and you didn't even realize, take it, pick it up. And I'm going to show you how to use what you have in you. And so he caught it and it becomes a staff in his hands. And he said, and I'm showing you this so that they can believe. Look, but Moses had to believe it too. He said, but I'm showing you this, this to be a sign for them to believe my God. And so then he shows them, he said, now put your hand in your cloak and then take your hand out. And, and his hand had turned leprous, like leprosy. It was white as snow. And, and then he put it back in and it became normal. It was restored. God said, I'm trying to get you to understand something. See, the reason why I'm, I'm restoring you right where you are. I'm restoring you, Moses, right where you are. Before you go back, I'm trying to get you ready. I am positioning you. I am commissioning you. And I am restoring you for when you go back that you can tell my people what I said. Mm. He said, and you can tell Pharaoh what I said. Run, tell that to Pharaoh. And then he said, so if they don't believe the first sign, if they don't believe the sign of you throwing the staff down and they don't believe the sign of you putting your hand in your cloak, then maybe they'll believe when you take some water, <laughs> glory, out of the Nile and pour it onto the dry ground. He said, and the water shall become blood. You know, Moses story is so much like Christ when you look at it. It's so much like Christ when you look at it. I'm not going to get into the depths of that. Thank you, God. I'm not going to get into the depths of that. He said, Moses began to respond with his, I'm not eloquent. Ever since you've been talking to me, I knew God. I've been listening and I know I can't even speak. And you asking me to go say something. Then he said, well, who made your mouth to speak? But that didn't even convince Moses. Then he said, okay. Well, why me? Why you got to send me out like that? And so God begins to show him. Even though his anger was kindled toward Moses, he still says, okay, I tell you what, take your brother. Because I've seen your brother. He's a Levite. He knows how to speak. And so now I'm going to put you in the position where I'm in. You're going to tell him what to say. See, I'm telling you what to say. I'm positioning. I'm positioned as your God. But I'm going to allow you to take position as a position of authority. I'm going to use what's in you. See, Moses didn't even realize how the turnaround even happened. He said, I'm going to use you. Oh, my God. He said, and the very last verse, he says, and taking your hand, this staff, with which you shall do the signs. He had a guaranteed plan. See, one thing we have to understand about God is it's guaranteed when it's God. It's right when it's God. It, it, it's timing when it's God. When it's us, we mess things up. But when it's God, you can't lose with the stuff he used. You just can't. It's guaranteed. And so... God wanted me to encourage you today. He wanted me to let you know that of all the excuses that you have, everything that you are trying to use, that you are trying to speak to disqualify yourself, that God says that I didn't call to qualify. I will equip the call. I didn't call you because of your, your perfection. 
I called you because of your heart. I understand you made some mistakes in the past. I know you messed up. I saw you. But I still want to use you. Because I saw your heart. And you messed up. Because your heart. My God. Was involved. You did the wrong thing. For the right reasons. He said now I want to show you how to do the right thing for the right reasons. I want to show you my way to doing things. So ladies, I want you to understand that there are some women right now that have cried out for help and God has heard them and this is why you are on the assignments that you are on. That there are some children that have cried out for help. And this is why God is trying to get you to understand this is why you were chosen. No one else can do it but you. I gave you this assignment. I gave you this to do. And I didn't give it to you for you to try to figure out how it shall be done. I gave it to you and I'm going to show you exactly how to do it. He said, I'm going to train you right where you are. I'm going to use what's already in you. And I'm going to make sure that they know that it was your God. What you have in your hand, that staff, Moses, represents the power and the authority of the God you serve. It's not us doing it. It's the grace of God. It's the power of God. It's the glory of God. And so what we have to understand is that it's not by our power or our might, but it's by his spirit. It's already in you, ladies. It's already in you. Be encouraged this day. Be encouraged this day. And I want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode two season two episode two of and she shall be called woman we're gonna go ahead and pray out i just want to give you a couple of uh details little announcements about our sponsorship how you can contribute to these shows um you can do so and this helps us sustain future episodes you can do monthly donations if you would like um they are as low as 99 cents per month um you can do uh the 99 cent per month plan or you can do the four dollars and 99 cents per month or you can do the nine dollars and 99 cents per month i know i made an error on the post that said per show but it's actually per month so it's either 99 cents per month 4.99 a month or 9.99 a month and if you want to know you would just go to anchor fm you would click on the support tab when you pull up anchor fm and she shall be called woman show you will click on the support staff you will select your monthly contribution amount and then you they would ask you to put in your card information for that to be debited from your account on a monthly basis so it's monthly it's not per show Um, if you choose um, and you want to just do a one-time contribution or donation you can cash app dollar shop dollar sign official rev k 
you can send a cash app to dollar sign official rev k so o f f i c i a l r e v and the letter k so you can do that if you want to do a one-time donation or if you want to do a monthly contribution and become one of our sponsors, um, please feel free to do so. We are going to be celebrating one year um, coming up in the month of June. And for that particular uh, episode, our one year episode, we are going to have some giveaways. We are going to do some amazing things. So I want to make sure that you ladies tune in and be prepared for that. We're going to be giving away some nice things to you ladies for just being a part of our show. Even if you just tuned in and you haven't been with us a year, you will qualify to win some free giveaways. You don't have to buy no raffle tickets. There's no cost included in it. We just want to bless you for being a blessing with us. Amen. And so as we pray ourselves out this morning, I pray that you have a wonderful Saturday morning, afternoon, and evening. I pray that God will continue to watch and shine over you. Um, God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for what our ears have heard, our hearts have felt. Father God, we thank you for speaking to us, Lord, and, and that you have said that you want to use what we have in us, what we already have. And we thank you, Lord God, for we know that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Lord God, we know that our bodies is a temple of the Holy Spirit, oh God, and that we are to present ourselves unto you holy and acceptable, which is our reasonable service. So God, as we go through our, our day and we ponder and and allow this word to send seal in our hearts and minds. We ask right now in the name of Jesus that you would show us, oh God, what you saw in us. Why you picked us out, God? Why me? God, we all say, why me? Why did you pick us out? Show us what you saw about us that resembled what you know about yourself, God. Encourage us right where we are, oh God. Speak to us right in our situation, Lord God. Remind us of what we have, in, not only in our heart, but in our hand. Remind us of the authority that we have by using your name, for there is power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. No other name than your name, Father God. Your name that sets people free, God. Your name that heals and delivers, God. We know that we have something in our heart. We know that we have something in our hand. And we thank you, God, that you have commissioned with us on these assignments that you have placed before us. God, I know that sometimes we doubt and we fear and we have questions and, and Lord, we don't feel adequate enough and we don't feel that we have the ability to do what you have set forth in us, God. But just remind us, Lord, that you said that you will be there with us for your word declares that you will never leave us nor forsake us. And God, we will be so careful and we will be so mindful to give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory in Jesus' matchless name, we pray. Amen and thank God. Ladies, have a wonderful day. Again, one more time. Be sure for any type of details or our upcoming shows or our events, um, we're going to have some lives that we'll do on our Facebook page. But be sure to go and follow our Facebook page and she shall be called woman. Make sure you share this broadcast. Tune in next week at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Anchor FM for our show with your host again, Reverend Kathy LaFleur. God bless you. I love you. God keep you. Have a wonderful day.